0: Yo, welcome back to another episode of Montana DNA. This is episode number four coming at you from the dingleberry. So a lot of content coming your way here. What do you, what, what, what have you been up to,
1: Dane? Well, so I've been out of town, just got back this weekend, but um, we had
0: a bit of a, bit of a wild weekend out in the breaks. This past weekend. Last weekend. Yeah, we have this big annual trip we go on every year. We're talking brakes, buck hunting. <laughs> this year it turned into more of a doe hunting expedition. <laughs> we had like 17 dudes out there. Just a complete hoot. Hey?
1: Yeah, so I actually went out without tags. I haven't got my residency yet, but I went out there knowing I'm I'm on Ziploc duty. Simon didn't have game bags, so he's like, yeah, I'm chucking my meat in ziplocks." So he got the big freezer pack. And uh, yeah, so I just kind of tagged along. I bought some binoculars, some Vortex. I don't know what some Something high end, of course. Obviously some high quality glass. And so I went out with the boys and yeah, it was a good time. I hadn't been exposed to the brakes, but.
0: It was was a- it chalked up to what it, we always chalk it up to be here. Yeah, no,
1: it was. So actually a few years ago, I was told I, you're coming to the brakes. I'm like, crap, I couldn't commit. But now that I actually am living here, i was fired up to go on it yeah it was beautiful country a lot of a lot of animals out there not a lot of trophies though
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a little bit I, I guess we got a how many guys shot yeah it was like 17 dudes out there What 14 or something 14 like that 14 kills i'm pretty sure that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was kind of funny i was hunting with uh matt my roommate matt um and a couple and was it Sunbear and um it was the second day in. Well, first day it was just me and Matt, and we got in. Or me, Matt, and Adam were hunting the first day. Adam ends up smoking a doe. It was like the first group of deer. <laughs> oh no, Matt actually. had, It was actually not. So Matt or me, Adam, and Matt are hunting together. Yeah. And uh, we we're like gearing. We got out there. It was Wednesday. We took off Wednesday night, and so we ended up out in the brakes. I can't. What was it like?
1: Early Thursday morning, you guys got there. So. Yeah,
0: so it was like two in the morning arrival, so and
1: setting up camp and everything, getting it established.
0: Yeah, so we 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 get there at like two in the morning, we crash out, we wake up, and of course it's late or like after light, and we we're in no rush to get out. But it was probably like maybe like ten o'clock by the time we're hitting we're hitting the trail, <laughs> not getting after it. No, and we're literally like fifty yards from the truck, and we look up, and Matt's like, "Oh, dude, buck and we're like, oh. I pull up my Binox I'm like, oh, no crap. There's a box. Like, standing it was like 200 yards away or something like that. And so Matt's like, oh, should, we shoot? should I shoot it? And we're like, yeah, we're in the brakes, <laughs> man. You shoot everything you see, you know? Yeah. And so Matt lays down and takes a shot. He misses. Takes a second shot. He ends up hitting the thing. But um, didn't get it good. We couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just crazy. Like, five, like literally... Yeah, less than five minutes into the hunt, we're slinging lead downrange. Just a classic break story. Yeah. No, it was good times, and I mean, no one was trophy hunting out there. Maybe they were. <laughs> they said they were, but at heart, no one was trophy hunting. It's always funny because there's like, there's a few guys that'll go out there trophy hunting, but like, there's guys like me. Like we tell ourselves, oh yeah, we're going out there to we'll shoot a trophy. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it, it seems like every year you're walking away with another Forky or a or a doe. Or yeah, this year I end up settling for a doe. I mean, me and Matt and me, Matt and Bryce were out, and oh, Stewie Louie was in the crew too. And we we were rode on. We jumped out of the truck the one time we jumped out of the truck. We see deer like 15 minutes later. I get kind of kicked in with the rest of the boys. And we end up slinging lead down range. Next thing you know, we got a couple of deer down. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was just kind of a fast, you know. We had
1: a, a bit of an issue at our pad. Was it wasn't last night. Two nights ago, me and Simon, we crawl into bed. It's late, like 11.30. We're like pretty shot, not really looking to do anything that night. So we went to bed early, 11.30. It's not that early, but... Simon had his his rack that was sitting in his his tote that he brought out to the brakes.
0: Okay, because so, so Simon shot a trophy. Simon shot breaks. a trophy,
1: so he was trophy. <laughs> <up there. laughs> but he left his rack in his this tote, and he had it sitting on the porch, and he had his sleeping bag. He had whatever else in there, but right on your guys' porch, right on the, up the up porch. Yeah. So and we're in bed, and when we're in our room, we have the master suite, glorious, glorious room. Oh yeah, it's kind of like high end living. What it there. is. But anyway, so we hear. It sounds like someone's running up the steps to come home. Like, you know, you hear that all the time, but we're thinking like, hey, everybody's home. Like, no one should be running up the steps. And then we hear a big smack, like the door slam. We're like, okay, maybe someone came in. Next thing you know, we hear, poof, poof, poof. the totes going down the steps. We're like, what the piss oh, so we both jump up, look out the window, there's a bear sitting there, right? Smacked the tote down the steps, ran down there and smelled the rack. And it, <laughs> Peel that tote <laughs> lid open and now grabs again. the rack and starts heading off. No, he had the rack. Did you ever <laughs> oh, spotlight him at this point? Well, no, we're just in our, our skivs. We're sitting in our bedroom looking out the window. Like, oh. we're, we're tucked in. Yeah. Oh, got, oh crap. So like, we got to get this trophy <laughs> rack back. So he grabs his 300. He's like, I'm capping that thing. <laughs> I grabbed the spotlight. We head out there. We obviously weren't still in the skivs, but we run out there. I got the spotlight going. This is a cub that we're chasing and we walk into the trees where we saw it go. I heard something rustling to the left. I'm like, hey, Simon, like this bear is to the left. He's like, no it isn't, it's right in front of me. And he's walking ahead, I give him the spotlight because he's like, oh, it's right here, give me the light. So he's tracking this thing down. He sees it, it has his rack, and it starts running into the trees towards our neighbor's house. With the rack in hand. With the rack in hand. At this point, Simon's having none of it. No, he's not, he's pissed. (laughs) He wants this thing back. (laughs) But see, I'm holding back because I'm hearing something to the left. I'm hearing something crashing around the bushes, so I'm a little bit on edge. Well, Simon sees the thing drop the rack. He's like, "All right, sweet." Starts walking up to it. He's zoned in. He picks up the rack. He lifts the spotlight up. That bear is ten feet away. No kidding. A massive mom bear. Like this thing is huge.
0: So there's a cub and a mama. Yeah, there at this we point. didn't
1: know. So we thought it was just strictly a cub. This bear is ten feet away watching him. He's like, come here." So I went over there, and he was like, "Check it out, charge it up." There's a bear like ten feet away. I'm like, Nowhere. "Oh crap!" So we pick that thing up. We start backing up. We're like, "We're just like..." So is it as the bear like growling
0: at you at this point? No, it's, it's silent. It's kind of
1: just staring a, at you. A hulking silhouette, and all you can see is its two yellow eyes. Yeah, pretty scary. So we start backing up. We're like, "Okay, we gotta get back to the house." We're backing up. What do you know? I hear the cub crashing around right behind us. Shoot, so we're in between the mom and the cub, plus we have the rack that she probably thinks is hers. (laughs) So we turn around and we're like, screw (laughs) it, sprint. And we sprint right back to the house, and we're like, screw this, we're not dealing with bears anymore. (laughs) But yeah, obviously, yeah, it was a pretty sketchy situation. I'm not too sold with the bear situation going
0: on. (laughs) You guys have you guys have had some issues with bears up there though. I was over at your pan a couple weeks ago. I stayed at a little summer party over there. And uh we were going out hunting. We woke up at like 5 30 in the morning and uh because we had a little bit of a drive ahead of us. This is opening day. Yeah, it was opener. Deer hunt opener, man, <laughs> the boys were fired up. So we get up at five five in the morning, and uh next thing you know, um well Sunbear jumps out, he goes out to the truck, him and uh it was him and Mark or something like that. They they go out to the truck and next thing you know they come running and they're oh there's a bear up in the tree, you know? <laughs> And I you guys were planning on actually going bear hunting that day. We We did. Yeah. Well, we were deer hunting and bear hunting. So it was kind of a
1: combination hunting.
0: So we were actually like thinking, like, man, we should go tell the boys and (laughs) we figured that you guys ended up capping that thing and you know, the temptation of poaching a bear might come across. So (laughs) so we figured hey we better not. But it was pretty nuts. There was a pecking big old bear up in the up in the tree, right in the front front parking lot of the 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 old yuppie. yuppie pad there.
1: Yeah, and I mean like so we've had issues with Guys, like when they have a, okay, when we have a full bag of garbage, guys have just been chucking it on the front deck or chucking it down by our burn pit, but don't burn in the garbage. So that's what's drawing them in. Like they keep coming back. They're like, oh, I smell garbage. So, yeah, it's it's com- kind of a common occurrence to start seeing bears
0: just kind of hanging out in our yard. Yeah. Yeah, so if there's any question about us being rough and tumble out here in Montana, I mean we're the type of guys that are dealing with bears on a day in and day out basis. So there's really no yeah. debate here. I mean we're definitely uh we're definitely rough <laughs> and tumble around the edges, eh? Hey? No kidding. <laughs> Talk about a rough day today though, holy smokes. Roll out of bed at seven o'clock on a Saturday, guys. We we're getting after it. The dingleberry pad. We stinking got we we were committed to a big Saturday's day work. And, uh, we, we, we played puck last night. We get, we take off home, you know, it's tough Mm -hmm. to turn down a nice night at the ding, or at the... Yuppie. At the yuppie pad. I keep mixing them up. Anyways, um, we turned down a night of fun over at the yuppie pad for an early night's rest. And we got to bed early, we got up early, and what do we do all day today? We got some stuff done. We Weird. are grinding deer. We are grinding deer from the brakes. <laughs> what a
1: group of farm animals.
0: There's <laughs> a bunch of friggin' farm animals. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, we're grinding meat all day. What do we follow that up with? Oh, a logging run, guys. We went out logging. We're getting wood for the winter. What do we follow that up? Oh, we had dinner. We can do it in the kitchen too over here at the dingweed. <laughs> You name it, man. We got her going. Oh, so. you ran out of gas up there? I didn't hear the full story there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We got out there and, uh, well, actually, I didn't know, I didn't get the memo of where the boys were going, so um, I end up driving. I took a wrong turn. I end up way out, way out in the middle of nowhere, up above our place. I end up getting enough service and I call Chad up <clears throat> and I pinpoint where they're at. So we take off over there, we get over there, we're ready to. It's starting to get dark, and then uh, we proceed to find out that uh, there's no gas for the chainsaw, the gas was left at home. So, what do we end up doing? We end up calling up Chance, and he saved the day he came up there. Big shout out to Chance, by the way. <laughs> the guy's a lifesaver. <clears throat> Lame story.
1: Oh, yeah, I just wanted to say a big thank you to our loyal fan base, the Montana <laughs> DNA fan base. Um, uh, just recently, at the time of recording, we're at 2,030 downloads. That's three episodes, ladies and gentlemen, and that's 2,030 <laughs> downloads. You guys are the best. Keep the support common. We love
0: it. A special shout-out to our 40-plus listeners, too. You guys know who you are, and we're a big fan. Big fan. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Mom.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so once again, um, bringing on a, a guest that's a roommate of yours. This this pecking guy, the guy's a straight-up farm animal. We're so excited to get him on here. What is he like? He likes all the things that we like to do. He's a big hunter. He loves fishing. He loves getting out and swinging the axe, so to speak. He loves goat <laughs> getting out in the hills and ripping it up with the boys. Um, yeah, we're just pleased to get this guy on. We've been trying to get him on here, and finally he he signed the waiver. He was getting on, and and uh, and or signed the waiver to get on the show, and, and we're, we're pleased. I mean, we're I don't know what else I can say. He's one of those guys
1: that we, we, we've always been
0: wanting to have. He's the kind of guy who has the
1: content. Some people call him Chad Dad because he's kind of that mature fatherly figure out here for us young punks ripping around, causing mayhem. This guy keeps us in line for the most part, but, He's had a bit of a rocky past. He's
0: definitely had a little bit of a rocky past, and and we'll dig into the nitty-gritty details in this episode. You guys are going to want to stay tuned for this one. Send it over to Chad. This
1: episode is brought to you by our friends over at Cage Construction. Do you want a contractor that takes pride in their work? Someone who is bound to bring a high quality of work to your home project? If so, head on over to Cage Construction and sit down over a cup of hot joe and discuss the bright future of your home project. Cage Construction is also looking for qualified candidates to fill their entry-level positions. They offer not only a generous, but competitive wage of $5 an hour, with absolutely no benefits whatsoever, no questions asked. Once again, that's Cage Construction, serving the Flathead
0: Valley. Our next guest is from Buffalo, Minnesota. He got his K-12 through 12 education and he didn't stop there. He went on to continue his education at North Hennepin, also known as the Penn, right? Correct. <laughs> is he smart? Yes, he's smart. Is he a go-getter? Absolutely. He's got all the qualities that we want in a guest on the pad and we're pleased to welcome here Chad Mahonen. Oh! Wait, is this my time to talk? Yeah,
2: this is your time to go, man. Okay, you boys, (laughs) I'm, uh, I don't even hardly know what to say. I'm, I'm definitely pleased to be here with you guys. And, uh, for starters. Okay, was that a rough intro or what? Well, no, for starters, you kind of got it wrong there. Because I went through K through 11 and then I went to the the pen for my senior year. Oh, because you're a PSEO boy. PSEO. And then I I didn't quite stop there because then I went to a tech school, Noka Tech. Oh, so I totally botched that one. Down. Yeah, I went to <laughs> Noka Tech and got a two-year degree in machine. <laughs> I have to do a little better digging. And so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where the education is. But the education, the, the learning doesn't end with me. I'm always, you know, I always like learning. Right. Like what, How things work, right? But, no, to tell you the truth, boys, I'm a little bit nervous right now. I got that, I think I'm shaking a little bit, and uh, I kind of got that nervous feel like the first time going to Colorado Ski Days. Like, you remember, <laughs> <laughs> like, you, cup, like, coming from Minnesota, yeah, oh yeah, flat you know, you, under. Got the, you got the powder pimple, right? <laughs> and you could you could cruise down that
0: thing, like, like, in, and like Zonker, three, in three Bob seconds. seconds. <laughs> like, every Minnesotan that listens to this podcast knows that Bomb and Zonker, like, it's like the biggest rush that you ever get oh, as, yeah. as an up and coming snowboarder oh, yeah. that's gonna own the mountains in the future.
2: <laughs> and the first time I went to Colorado, I don't even think I was capable of bombing soccer. You know, I
0: wasn't. At that level. <laughs> Count me in that category. And but so yeah. I look
2: at this big, huge mountain, and seriously, those butterflies—they were flipping and flopping, and wow, they were flying. And I was—I was so nervous, dude. And even by lunchtime, I couldn't—I couldn't even eat
0: pizza. I was still nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. But you're, yeah, you're at Colorado ski, you're like, oh, this is supposed to be fun, like, right? It's just straight up nervousness. Yeah, like, it's
1: just a high pressure situation.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh man, no, we're fired up to get you on the pod. I mean, we've been trying to. We we we're we're pretty selective with our with our uh, guests, right? Yeah, and, and you're definitely a guy that that we circled and put a star by in our lists of potential guests on the pod. And when we heard that you were willing to come onto the pod, just absolute elation. <laughs> we were fired up, <laughs> you know? But. Yeah, well, I
2: mean, podcasts have always kind of been, well, not always, I should say, but when I got into painting, right, I was a painter. I mean, to be honest, it was a podcast job, is what I call it. A J O B that you pop in the old yeah. pods and listen it to. It got to the point where I was slabbing and dabbing, and in my mind wasn't working like it wasn't thinking i wasn't i wasn't like i wasn't learning anything right right so i learned about these podcasts back in it must have been i don't know 2012 and i've you know i've kind of liked them so i you know i i get into different topics i learn you know a little bit about different different things i'm interested in
0: so you're more of like an educational podcast type guy yeah you're not a montana dna entertainment only purposes type guy or what no i'll dabble
2: (laughs) i'll dabble into those but mainly it's it's you know to to broaden my knowledge but the problem is i mean sometimes it gets to a point where all that's not even worth it like because i'll overload my brain right i'll listen to so much content and think man that's interesting and then at the end of the day i come home to you know maybe explain something to the guys and I can't even hardly say what I listen to. Right, right. So sometimes it's nice to listen to something like the Montana DNA, you know, just... Keeping it light. Yeah.
0: Just, you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's more entertainment rather than just straight up learning. <laughs> yeah, I know. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, Chad, what are, what are you up to nowadays? Like, I mean, you're... I mean, you mentioned you're a painter and you're... you're you're plumb. You're plumbing now. I mean, I'm not gonna act like I don't know what you're doing. You're, up, you're plumbing, and you're not. You've been out of town like a mo digger. I know. I've been working down in Missoula. You're just a farm animal down there on that <laughs> Missoula grind. <laughs> well, I,
2: yeah, it's a serious grind down there, and I, and the jobs kind of coming. to... Looks like at the lights at the end of the tunnel down there, because I've been down there for a good eight months now, and it's not to tell you what. It's not that fun working on the road.
1: The life on the road is not glamorous whatsoever. No, <laughs> no I
2: understand exactly what you're saying. It's not really a life for me. No, me either. Yeah,
1: because you you were you worked on the road. Well, that's, I'm still working on the road. Yeah, Great Falls over yeah. there, yeah. which is probably a step down from Missoula. If I'm gonna be brutally honest. Yeah. If you want to talk like Great Falls is kind of like it's like the city. It's like Browning times four. Like the si- Browning, but then the size is like times four. It's brutal. I'm not a fan of it at all.
2: But anyway, and listen to it. Well, I listened to a previous podcast on what Browning's like. If they, you
0: know, let's say, oh right, yeah. You know, listen, if you guys if want to bit an insight heard, on what what Browning's like, consider the previous, laugh. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, the previous
2: one. Yeah.
0: Um, but no, it's weird because like we live together. Yeah, and I would, I like never see you during the week. Well, quite obviously because you're down in Missoula. Right, and. uh but you recently reported to me, you know. You reported to the guy of the house, me. I like to claim that title, and you know, I'm not trying to get all rammy here, Chad. But, but head around hetero- the house, head hetero- ramp security. I'm the head, hetero- because yeah, my you look at the title, head hetero- Ramp security. Yeah. that's me. me. Um, but no, when I heard that you were coming back in a couple weeks, I'm you know, it just fires me up to think that we're gonna have another father figure, some someone on the same lines of uh, some brings that leadership to the pad. Something that I bring in a day-in and day-out basis. Uh, no, and I'm like, uh, for you to be out. I just can relate to you a lot more. Because I I'm, you're getting carried away. You're getting a <laughs> little carried well, away. Come on, Chad. Let's be honest. I manage those other guys, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you do a great job at it. But I don't know if you, you can you can put me in that leadership role. <laughs> no, it'll be... Uh, so, yeah. No, I've been really looking forward to that. But, Chad. I mean, you've been around and you've done quite a bit. Let's... Let, let's Throw it in reverse, and, and let's talk about that, that trip that you went on with the boys. You went out on some sort of cruise down south. Yep. All right. Perfect. What what was your mindset back then? Well, back then, I was actually going to
2: school. So I was at Anoka Tech, right? And Chase calls me up. Chase was living in Washington at the time. He's like, hey, we're going to Europe, and we're taking a, uh, one of those cargo ships across the ocean. Chase being Chase Swanson. Yeah. We'll throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a crazy idea, but I'm game, you know? So I started thinking about it for a little while. Well, I decided, you know what? Okay, I'm getting out of school, and I'm going with these guys. And after, like, a week and talking to the parents, I just decided. You were... I realized, okay, that ain't a good idea to drop out. Cause, oh, because you were thinking about dropping out. Yeah, dropping out of college. This is a tech school. Were,
0: were you, like, a year in at this point, or what? I was a
2: year in, yeah. Okay. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to actually sign back up. So this was fall semester. Signed so back up, and I'm, you know, I went back to school, and they didn't end up taking that. do going to going to Europe and doing their trip, but they uh, come toward the end of fall. Chase and Jeremy started talking about just doing a road trip around the states. You know, I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I get talked into that. So I ended up taking a semester off, the spring semester, and I think it was beginning of February. We headed out,
0: headed south. Okay, so I mean, you were you were being all mature and you know you're trying to get this degree under your belt and all your buddies at this point are just whooping it up they're still whooping it up yeah like oh, like yeah. is was that kind of hard it was t- it was super tough okay what was like was what was the 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 inner fire that that held you to school Shoot, i didn't say that right <laughs> <laughs> like what so why did i why, why were you, you I... so committed to school like like what what in you told you hey like i got to do this that's a good,
2: that's a really good question, actually. <laughs> Why do you have that look on your face? Because <laughs> <laughs> the question was just... Because I botched it? <laughs> no, no, it is a good question. Like, I thought that's the thing to do. I mean, get serious, you know, get a degree, find a, get a good job. Find a lady, settle find down. Find a lady, settle down. Huh. Right. But, yeah, that was just kind of my mindset. I, I actually, well, back in 2012, I had moved out here for the summer with... uh nate fuller and rode rode out with them. fud master fuller yeah <laughs> and so i didn't even have a vehicle at the time but if i had a vehicle i probably would have stayed but I, but fud was going back to college that that fall and so that was my plan and so i went back and signed up but i'm just trying to think yeah i mean i thought this is just what you do right you just at some point you guys got to settle down and i was thinking you know,
0: 21, I got to I gotta figure something out, right? Starting to get old, turning into a little bit of a fossil. Yeah. <laughs> got to have life figured out, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. okay. Going back to that,
1: so what, that trip then you took. Yeah. It well, was a trip of a lifetime. So what, what ended up going
2: down? Well, you know what? I could be here for hours telling you guys what went down. But I'm just trying to think, like, did, you guys went on a cruise, though? We did
0: go on a cruise. Okay, so let's jump to the cruise. Well is it worth jumping to the creek? Well, hang
2: on. Well, I'm just I'll just kinda tell you, the first couple weeks we actually just bummed it. Like, we lived like bums. Where were you at this point? We were we basically headed straight south from Minnesota and stopped along you know, through states along the way. So we stopped in Arkansas, Louisiana, and then cut across to Alabama, Florida. And yeah, it was just it was just snow around good good time yeah then we jumped on a cruise and i'd already been on a cruise so me and oz had already been on a cruise austin
0: parks not me i've never been on one (laughs) (laughs) can't afford one of those (laughs) and so we kind of knew what they're all about the other boys they got
2: on and they were just blown away i mean we went from bums you know eating whatever we could get our hands on that was cheap to being able to eat whatever whenever and these guys i mean Their first plates were just
0: piled high, right? (laughs) Just piled. (laughs) Because it's just straight up buffet the whole time. Yeah, you could just... It's all-inclusive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: and then... I mean, pops, you have to pay so you can get, like, a card. And I think Oz bought one of those pop cards where, you know, you can get pop whenever, but... Yeah, we, uh, they, they, yeah, it was, I'm just trying to think of like a story. You, I, I know stories are coming. But you guys, who was all on
0: there? I mean, who was, who was on the, on the cruise? Okay, ship? so
2: who was on the, who was on the trip? It was Jeremy Plough, Chase Johnson, Austin Parks, Daniel Hall, myself.
0: Okay, so you got five rippers. Five. Five straight up rippers. Yeah. And, and you're going on, you're going on a cruise and, and you guys are a bunch of rambunctious dudes. Mm-hmm. and you got a bunch of probably a lot of hoity toity type people like looking for like a good a uh, nice, you know, laid relaxing back, vacation, yeah. laid back, not not you know, it's, yeah. it's, they're not looking for a high energy crew to be joining them on on, on a cruise ship. Are, I mean, no, yeah, we definitely didn't get not didn't get the party party
2: ship. We got like the old people ship, right? <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah, I mean, we brought some energy to the ship, I'd say, for sure. Did you meet a lot of new friends, or were you guys kind of the the crew that everybody despised on the on on the ship?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we caused too much trouble on the ship. Okay, well, but then it... we we stopped at a couple islands, you know, like and uh, I don't even know what we did. We kind of
1: explored them, did some snorkeling. Nothing too crazy. So nothing rambunctious happened on this. Like this, this wasn't back in like Daniel Hall's Ripper days. Like when he'd do stupid stuff. No, Dan was actually kind of the dad, fatherly figure of the crew. He was. Oh. Yeah.
2: So Dan, Dan Hall, would, uh he didn't like so we you know, we we kind of bum it. So we'd go find like a like a like a park or a uh baseball field to go camp out. This is when we were bumming it, right? Dan, he didn't really, you know, he was more of a he liked to stay in the in the vehicle, sleep in the vehicle. Where with me and uh Chase and Jerry, we'd go find a good place to crash, but yeah, no, Dan
0: Dan kind of actually kept us in line on that trip. So, uh, <clears throat> Chad, go ahead. I've known you my whole entire life, <laughs> <laughs> but we actually haven't been buddies our whole entire life. Like, like I wouldn't say we weren't buddies because, they, what are we, like first cousins once we moved or something like that? Yeah, yeah, your mom's my first cousin. Yeah, so, so, of course, me and Chad have been around each other for our entire lives, but not like buddy status. And then Chad ends up moving out to uh, North Dakota. And right off the bat, I was experiencing some sort of special bond. I think you and we end up meeting up at, like, some Grange or something out in... It was the Sons of Norway. It was the building. <laughs> it had yeah. a building called Sons of Norway. Yeah, I pulled up in my Buick. I had at them, that, that maroon
2: Buick. Yep. You were standing outside, because <laughs> I was trying to find it. You were standing outside on the phone like,
0: and finally, when you saw me, you're like, hey, yeah, right here. Yes, yeah, so you pull in. But it seemed like from that moment on, there was just some sort of bond that 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 came about. Correct, yeah. And I remember we got you over the pad. Where were you moving? You were moving into the 311 pad. Right. 311, better known as the 311 party pad. <laughs> and um, so Chad slides into the pad, and um, he ends up sharing a bed with me that night. He ends up coming into my room. We share a, a bed. And that's when I realized that you want to know what, like maybe us sharing a room long term isn't going to work out long. It's not going to work out um, moving forward because one thing I realized that first night was you like to talk and (laughs) you're one of those guys that will sit there and talk and talk and talk. I'm the type of guy I get into bed. I'm out within five minutes Mm -hmm. and Chad's the type of guy that he likes to hash things out. And I just remember that first night just laying there and being like, oh, yep. But he it, it started off like, yep, yep, and kind of hashing a little bit. And then eventually he was like, yep, yeah." <laughs> and, and then I ended up nosing off. But, yeah, it was just crazy every time we ever shared the same room. You know? If you ever had the opportunity to share a room with Chad, you'll realize that he'll keep you up until out or hours just hashing it. It's, it's fun, but. No, it's a good time. I, well I just had to i just wanted to get you know like the the going
2: ons in, in Williston you know kind to get a you know get a little a preview and, and you know know what to expect I was referring to it as still the wild west like because Williston's pretty untamed still or it was at that point at at the that booms going on in yeah
0: <laughs> and and no but that was it chalked up to be what you expected ah uh, I don't know what do you mean by that oh um, no, was, was Williston as wild as you were expecting it to be? No, it was definitely
2: what Like, I didn't see, like, you know, gunfights or anything, but... No, I you, you, you kind of did, though. I right? did, though, yeah. I was on my way to work one morning, and I got the bubbles turned on behind me, and this guy, first thing I hear is, get your hands where I can see them!
1: And he, said, he's got the intercom going on, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even know if it's the intercom. It might have just been his... It probably actually was, yeah. And so I put my hands up, right? And he Is this asked, in the Buick? This is my Buick, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to visualize this. And at this point, I didn't even have my car in park, right? <laughs> so I so I put my car in park, and he yells at me again, Get him where I can see him! Finally get that thing in park, boom, hands up. And and he's like, with your left hand, open the door. And I saw my seatbelt on, right? So I drop my right hand, you know, to, to, to take my belt off. And there he goes again, yelling at me. Finally get the door open. Step out of the vehicle. I step out, and I look behind it, he's got an AK-47. <laughs> an
0: AK-47 pointed at me. <laughs> well, but I don't... You, oh, it was an AR of some sort. Throughout this process, are you, like, scared as all get-out? Or are you just kind of you know, like, what, I, I was just going to work, like, you're, you're not feeling the danger at it was all. No, it. I didn't
2: know what was going on, you know? I was like, man, I... I did, kind of just did a California stop there. I don't know what the big deal is, right? Right. So, but when I seen the gun, I was just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> this is something else. So he comes running up, get down on the ground, running up. Where's the gun? He's yelling at me. Grabs my, you know, grabs my hands real aggressively. Gets me in his handcuffs. Keeps to ask me, "Where's the gun?" I'm like, "I don't have a gun." Where's the gun? I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't have a gun. <laughs> and at this point, more cops are rolling in. I look behind. Yeah, there was probably five cops showed up within a matter of minutes. And they're searching my vehicle. And I'm like, finally, I'm just like, what's going on here? He brings me back to his cop car. And I go sit in the cop car. I have no idea. still have no idea what's going on. Finally, a cop came and approached me. He's just, he's like, asking me questions, you know, where I live, where I'm going. And, and, he's, and I'm like, D- I don't have a gun. You guys got the wrong guy. And then at that point they, they realized, so cops started heading out going to find this guy. Well, apparently some guy pulled a gun on someone and threatened someone with the gun and then he r- bailed and he was in a red car around the same time I was heading to work. And so Chad, it's just Chad matched the
1: description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is so a crazy. A wrong place, wrong time. It
1: was, yeah. yeah. Yikes. <laughs> so then what ended up happening? You just, they ended up letting you go or what? Yeah, I mean the cop—the cop that
2: actually pulled me over—he didn't even bother to come apologize. One of the cops did, but um, yeah,
1: they just sent me on my way. So kind of a traumatizing experience for you. Yeah, for sure. Were at that like, were you thinking like, whoa, like this is what North Dakota is all about? You know, getting AR poked in my face or like what? Yeah, yeah, I was starting to wonder if I should start packing,
2: you know, just in case. Yeah. Just in case one of those things happens again, and I can.
0: I can at least be armed and ready. You know, <laughs> put up a fight. Oh, man. So, you end up going from Williston to, to Montana or what?
2: Yep. Yeah, I worked out there for six
0: months. And
2: the shop I was actually working at at the time, they, it shut down. And so, that was kind of my plan was get out there, work, and then just keep on heading west.
0: And so, headed out to Montana. So, uh, what's well, like... What do you like to do, Chad? I mean, inform the audience on on what, like, what, what, where do you make your bread and butter?
2: Oh native man, native that's species.
0: that's that's way too broad of a question.
2: Because I I like to play pretty much any sport, right?
1: And excel at them, obviously.
2: Try to, but I don't really get, you know. The... Oh, you're a farm
0: animal out there, Chad. <laughs> oh. Anything you do, you get you out on the spike ball court. What is he doing? He's a farm animal. What do you get him out on that hockey ring? What is he? He's a farm animal. You, <laughs> you get him out in yourself. out in the field, and he's out there sniping uh, ducks and geese like a farm animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot I like to do, and I don't know. I mean, I don't really know where to go from there because, well, I'll throw this one at you. You're recently up at Kent Illinois, huh?
2: I was, yeah, correct. I was up in Canada and uh, goose and duck hunting trip, and almost the whole family was up there too. So, yeah, and Kent and Jessica, they were they were very good hosts, very good hosts. That
0: Kent though, he's kind of a farm animal himself. <laughs> hey, <right>? Correct, <laughs> correct. Yeah, old Kenty boy. So, what do you what do you you got any big trips planned for coming up or anything on the lines of <laughs> of the travel? side of things or a
2: lot heading to Head Minnesota for Christmas that's my next trip planned right and then there's talk about going to Dubai going to the you? Middle East yeah with you Oz and Matt <laughs> and Dennis D-Ball. and Dennis d yeah <laughs> Danny's talking I haven't talked to Danny I gotta give him a call but yeah there's talk about going out to Dubai to, uh, to go hang out
1: with Matt Sloan you wanna talk farm animals Matt Sloan is a farm
0: animal <laughs> <laughs> yeah he certainly is um so, you're not only a Mahonan, you're also a part Johnson. Yeah. And, um, and, the, and
1: the Chad Mahonan crust, is, he kind of tries to portray this, you know, mature, fatherly figure type of guy out here. But, you know, down
0: in the center, down in the core of Chad is a Johnson. There's this Johnson fire burning <laughs> within your heart. <laughs> and, and we can see, we see it every now and again, right?
2: Yeah, I suppose. I don't know what that means.
0: Well... Uh, Chad, I want, to, I want to touch on a story that, that you had when you were just a young little tyke. Okay. And uh, you and, you know, our, our, our boy, we like to refer to as Chase Swanson. Yep. <laughs> um, ended up getting into a little bit of a pickle one day when you guys decided you you're going to go chuck some rocks. <laughs> yeah. Do you recall a story on the lines of that? Yeah. I don't know how old we were, but me and
2: Chase, we decided we were going to go cause some trouble. And so we start heading down the driveway, and I think Norm was Norm was actually over there at the time. I'm pretty sure Adam Mahonen. And we're like, Norm, come on, let's go, Chuck Cars at Rocks. And he's like, No, no, no. It runs back to the house. (laughs) Chuck Cars at Rocks. Or Cars at Rocks. Yeah, yeah. No, Rocks at Cars. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See, I'm still nervous, you guys. But anyways, we start hiding the weeds. And we're chucking, chucking rocks, and I, I don't even know if we hit any. And so we decide, you know what, we got to get closer. And me and Chase, we find this big, like, well, big at the time. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's a sizable, sizable rock, right? <laughs> both of us had to pick it up. <laughs> and so we, yeah, we're both, we both have this thing in our hands, and we see this. Big white four coming down the road. And we're like, all right, get ready. And so we're kinda of get our swing going. And he and just as he's just as he's getting you know, getting close. I mean we just timed it to our boom it hits the door panel.
0: No way.
2: And I see that no way. I see the guy the guy's face, he had a cowboy hat on and his eyeballs just went huge. He slams his brakes. Oh, man. We let out of there like a rocket. (laughs) Ran inside. You know, headed down to the basement. And we're just, like, hiding down there. Like, oh, we were just nervous. All of a sudden, we hear, Chase! Chad!
1: Get up here!
2: So we come, you know, slinking up there. And the guy was at the door. He sees us. Points at us. That was (laughs) him! Yeah. man. I don't remember much after that. Other than that, I was grounded for a little while, and I think that was the only time I was oh,
0: grounded. Oh, so you guys just—you guys went from the the rock throwing spot to the basement of of the pad there real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, didn't take us long to get down there. I mean. Oh, that's funny because then you're like acting normal because like I feel like I've been in the same situation where you do something wrong, so you. You, you, run, you, you evacuate the area. Yeah. And then you try it, like, acting normal, but you just... You're so <laughs> guilty. It ain't working. <laughs> there was guilt written
2: over, face guaranteed.
0: <laughs> oh, that cracks me up. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, way hey. hey. Uh, you also had another rock-jacking incident. or you, like, threw a rock at, like, someone's house? Was that true? Or, like... I feel like you told me another story about like a rock hitting a garage door, and all of a sudden, oh yeah. So, <laughs> was
2: this with Chad J- too? No, I. Well, <laughs> I, I wonder who was there. Well, I know it was Mitch Johnson, <laughs> another Johnson, <laughs> myself, and there was one other guy there. But anyways, we just Mitch he wants to go up, to go check with the neighbors house. So I'm like, hmm, I've never been up there. Let's go bike up there, right? So we're biking up there. <laughs> They live go check on out the river. yeah <laughs> I'm thinking alright that's pretty random oh that's great and yeah so we're biking up there and they live up on top of a hill and all of a sudden I see Mitch like wind up I'm like what is he doing bam a rock hits the garage door and I'm like whoa what the heck? I had no idea that was happening all of a sudden the alarm goes off beep beep you know they had like a home security alarm so we take a bike down to the pool and the ladies are down there and you know we're, we're, we get down there and they're, they're heat, they hear the alarm they're like What's, what was that and we're all like oh I don't know We don't, I don't know jump in the pool start swimming acting like nothing's going on
0: but yeah we got busted for that <laughs> <laughs> oh man so what about what about that incident when uh, oh was it Chase brought some pets to school or something like that Oh yeah, so uh, this was middle school I think. Maybe sixth grade.
2: <laughs> but I'm just it's just morning. I'm I think I was at my locker. Chase comes walking up and he's, like, he's got like a look on his face. I'm like, What's up? <laughs> and he's like starts to whisper and I hear like a beep 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 some tweeting going on. I'm like, What dude, what's in your backpack? He's like I got some bees." Pheasants. I'm like, oh. he's like, do you want one? I'm like, why would I, no, I don't want one. He's like, she opens up his backpack and shows me and there's like three little baby pheasants in there that's tweeting away. He's like, yeah, I just got these before school. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with them. So what do you end up doing with them? I think he just put him in his locker. I don't know what ended up with him.
1: <laughs> so In his backpack day. all day. Though. Leave yeah. it to Chase to bring baby pheasants to school. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what was your first job, Chad? Let's, let's kind of jump into some of the nitty-gritty here. So, my first job was
2: uh, Applejack Orchard. Did you ever go to Applejack's Orchards? No, I didn't, I'd but heard. I've heard a lot
0: of it. Yeah.
2: Okay, it was basically summer. It was just a summer job, picking strawberries. Yeah, I mean, nothing too too crazy, and fall time, I'd
0: sort apples and do the orchard type of stuff, so. That was your first job, but then, what did you follow that one up? I, I, I know you worked at, like, a pizza shop at one point. Well, I followed that up with farming. I milked cows for a year. For Ron.
2: For Ron Conan, I think,
0: yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I guessed that name was because we had farm at when we lived at our previous pad. Yeah. We, we had farmers' names. Yeah. So that was just a stand in the dark yeah. there. But. No, you got her.
2: So yeah, milk cows for years and or a year. And that was that was actually a lot of fun. I enjoyed that.
1: Who who are your co
2: coworkers? Uh you know Nate, eh? Nate Anderson? Yeah, I do. So he was actually there when I first started. <laughs> so I went there with uh Forsty, what's his name? Matthew Forstey. To go get some milk, Matthew was in town, and we went. And just we just went to the farm to get some milk, and I started talking to the farmer. And I think a few days later, I called him up and asked him for a job. And so, yeah, so day day, and then Hunter Hillka actually started there a couple months after I started. Yeah, it was quite the
1: operation. Chad, I'm kind of like a pizza guy. I'm before I moved out here, I like it's, I'm not proud of it, but I would eat pizza five days a week. Domino's pizza probably loved me because I would be, I'd be on that website ordering delivery every day, pretty much. So, but I heard you used to work at a pizza joint. Yeah. Jimmy's so, pizza. Jimmy's pizza. What yeah. was that like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked it. See, uh, cause I've always wondered what the, what's the behind the scenes? Like, what were you doing? Yeah. Flipping dough up at the Oh air. <laughs> yeah. I kind of mastered that. You know, get like a,
2: what one of those dough squisher things? I don't even know what they're called. But then you, to make it a little bit bigger, you chuck it up in the air, spin it around, and uh, yeah, learned the whole pizza making process. And then I got into deliveries, and at that
0: point you're buzzing around the Monte Carlo delivering pizza. Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was a big money maker operation. The delivery you, was yeah, because I got to keep my tips.
2: Oh wow, so you're pulling it in back then. Oh yeah. And the biggest tip I got was from a lady that I actually had forgotten her pop. So I went and delivered this this one else. I get to the door. And just as I'm, like, ringing the bell, I realized I don't have to pop. And I'm like, oh, shoot. So she gets down there, and I'm like, hey, here's your pizza. But I forgot your pop. I'll run back to the store and get it, you know. She's like, oh, no worries. Head back, come back, and she was just... Very thankful and gave me a twenty
0: dollar tip. And I'm like, wow. I mean I'm not complaining with that. <laughs> That's awesome. So delivering pizzas reminds me of that uh the Cole Davison incident where he got swindled in deliver into delivering to that. There's a the lady that lived behind the Zimmerman pad. Yep. She was kind of a little uh on the, the side of a witch. <laughs> and yeah. Were, were you there? No. For, I guess the boys somehow swindled Colin to, they like bribed Colin to uh, going and delivering an empty Domino's box to, <laughs> to a lady's house in uniform because like at the time he was like working at Domino's or something. Yeah. And um yeah, so the boys somehow bribed him to go and um deliver an empty Domino's box to this lady and, I don't, I don't know the rest of the story, but I think it was, a, it was quite a fiasco had <laughs> going on over
1: there. Oh, shoot. But, yeah. Okay, so going back to your slabbing and dabbing days, mm-hmm. do you have any funny stories from back when you were a painter? Part of the DPA, the Dirty Painters of America. <laughs> dirty like, Painters God. of America. Well, the uh,
2: DPA kind of showed up as I was kind of getting out of
0: painting. But... Uh, I feel like even though it showed up after you're getting out of painting it's kind of like the grandfather you're kind of grandfathered in I should say you're one of the yeah. forefathers I would say <laughs> you, well, you basically chalk yourself up felt self up as a forefather for sure well yeah so
2: I kind of got into it because that's what the, the brothers are doing right so that's kind of how I found the job I went to work for John Casty, and I th- I made me think Chase Chase decided he's going to come work and we were painting these condos, and we had Chase, you know, going to paint trim. I think it was like, and it's you know, his first day. He shows up, fresh painter whites, right? Oh, you know, brand brand new white. And yeah, Chase go paint trim, and a few hours later, he comes down to ask a question. I look over at him, and the dude's like half yellow, <laughs> 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 and uh, like. <laughs> What's going on? He's like, what do you mean? Like, you got paint everywhere. I'm like, don't you, like, use a rag? And, you know, and I look at his paintbrush, and that thing's covered in paint. His hands are full of paint. He's like, no, I just, my, my, my shirt's a rag. So he would literally wipe
0: the, wipe the brush on his shirt. And, I mean, there was paint everywhere. Oh, that is great. Yeah. Just standard practice, right? You're a painter, and you got these white... Clothes that you wear on, of course, it's it's with yeah. like the paint. Well,
2: and he didn't yeah. want to look like that new guy either, you know, the, the, <laughs> the <guy>. fresh <laughs> white. Yeah, so he had to get paint
1: on it real quick. <laughs> oh, that's great! You like Chase is kind of like your your main guy from back in the day, like you and him, tread childhood buddies. Childhood for buddies, for sure. Yeah. He yeah. told me a, that there's a story about you and him having a little lopsided knife fight back in the day. Yeah. So. I think I
2: had, like, a blade of a knife, like yeah. a blade of a pocket knife, which was, like, three inches long. And he had this kitchen knife, which was, like, 12 inches long. And me and him were kind of, like, doing this little, <laughs> you know, tick, 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 tick. And all of a sudden, you know, it starts to get more aggressive. Where his swipes are getting a little bit bigger. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. I'm, like, thinking about, like, all right, this isn't this isn't good. You know, he's got the advantage here. If he takes a swipe and it cuts my finger wide open. And I,
1: you can see I still have the scar right here. Oh, sure enough. Right in between your fingers.
2: Yeah, right between my fingers, man. That thing's sliced open.
1: <laughs> We're, We're talking start, a 12-inch kitchen yeah, knife
2: noise. <laughs> blood starts pouring out. You know, and he's just, his eyes go wide, and I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> got to get mad at him. But, yeah, then that thing, man, it, it got infected, and... All right, it seemed like it got infected after a while it wasn't like the the cellulitis or whatever it might have been so cellu- I mean it probably could have been because I've, I've had cellulitis, <laughs>
1: cellulitis <before>. bad cellulitis
2: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like bad it was I've heard of, I've heard some bad stories about people getting cellulitis it was it was bad it was right on my knuckle so it did show up for like a couple weeks I don't know what happened but I was I was demoing at work and my hammer slipped and it smoked a nail. And I think that's what it was, but a couple of weeks later, I noticed like, man, this thing's kind of feels funny. And within a matter of a couple of hours, by the time I got home, it was starting to turn red. And I go to sleep. and the next morning, I woke up and my hands get puffy. I'm like, what the world is going on? And it's super sensitive. I go to work, and I'm working, and I show the my foreman it, and he's like, oh, you gotta go get that checked out. So I go in and. Yeah, it turns out I got cellulitis, you know, right on my knuckle. In the Montana hospitals out here, they hooked me up with some uh, antibiotics. So I started taking those, and I don't know, they weren't seeming to help. So the next day, um, I don't think i worked then the next day. And Trevor actually came over. He was actually on his way to to Minnesota. And by this time, the thing is just, I mean, it's, the, the cellulitis is not getting any smaller. These antibiotics don't seem to be working.
0: Is it like pretty painful though like anytime you touch it or yeah pop just it it's like just yeah, just
2: touching it would be painful, right, and it's kind of growing and and I decided you know what I'm gonna jump in Trevor's ride, heading out to Minnesota, and so I jump in the ride, and the whole way is just painful because, that I mean while this while this was going, on, I also had a a rotten tooth in the back of my, <laughs> you know, the back of my mouth,
0: you're a little banged up, <laughs> oh
2: yeah, I'm in rough shape. <laughs> Your body's just deteriorating. At yeah. This point. And the dentist they they actually replaced a root canal, but they didn't notice the rotten tooth right behind it. I mean, this is this is kind of Montana healthcare. I don't. It's a bit dodgy. It's a little bit dodgy. Like I yeah. Just, so I decided, yeah, Minnesota, get some good healthcare out there, and. Yeah, I roll in and my dad's like, whoa, that, yeah, that don't look good. Let's get some garlic on that. <laughs> so,
0: garlic? Yeah.
2: He brewed up some garlic concoction and I spread that thing all over and, wow, oh, I mean, my hands stinking away. And, like, I don't know if this is going to do anything, Dad. Oh, yeah, garlic helps everything. So, I don't know. A few hours go by and this thing's still, it's still, it's just not going away right and went to the went to a batch party and i'm stinking and trying to you know get this garlicky <laughs> smell off my hand then the next next day i went to uh derek and morgan's wedding that's when it was around that time and at the hospital at the reception my mom hauls me over to a couple of my aunts <laughs> and shower and they're like you got to go in immediately You know, they they were just panicking because at this point, it got, my whole hand was puffy and it was starting to go up my... So your hand's kind of of looking like a football. Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) It's starting to spread, you know, like my my, uh, wrist is starting to swell up. And yeah, so we hit the emergency room and the nurses hooked me up with some stronger antibiotics and at that point, those helped and those, you know, brought it back down. But yeah, cellulitis is not something you want to mess with.
0: I've heard of some like pretty crazy cellulitis stories. Like, I think Brandon recently had it, and his, was, it it was is, like eye or yeah, something. It's his, it, it was something crazy, and then his whole head. I mean, he looked crazy because that eye, night like, just totally his whole face was. Do you remember where he was?
1: But I, I just remember I was at this pad, and we were up in the living room, and he was FaceTiming one of the boys. hmm And he would like peep pan to that side of his face. It was just like an it's just a balloon. Right. Like that thing's puffy and just it looked like you poked that looked like a football pop. It looked like a football.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you can basically get cellulitis wherever. It's just essentially it's a skin infection, from what I understand. Okay. But yeah.
1: So the garlic concoction didn't work.
2: No (laughs) no the garlic has its place for sure, you
0: know, for certain treatments, but (laughs) You're kind of a home remedy guy though, right, Chad? Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, what was it? Like, summer services? Was it summer services oh, this year? Oh, yeah. This year, yeah. We're over at Neaton Janelle's. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're in the kitchen, and I'm like, what's going on over yeah. in the kitchen? What's cooking? Good looking <laughs> over there, you know? You know, Chad's in there. So I go over there, and uh, yeah, Chad's got about every spice in the house. So he's got a little this and a little that. You're brewing something up. That end up working for you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So I had
2: this bad cold going on. And first off, I start with this thieves, right? This thieves spray. And I'm spraying like, I don't know, like <laughs> 50 sprays. Like, <laughs> overkill. <laughs> All right, that ain't going, that ain't working. So the old garlic remedy, you know, warm salt water, you know, put the garlic in that. Uh, put some, add some more essential oils in there and just try to slam it. like. <laughs> <laughs> And I probably added some apple cider vinegar to that thing too, and that was, whew, I don't, I, I don't know how I didn't barf, but I got a little bit of that down, but nothing was working. A lot of these things you just have to let them run their course, right? See, but then you get impatient. And you're like, what can I do? What can I do? Because it's summer services. I don't want to be, you know,
1: getting other people sick. Laughing on other people. Last you thing know. you want to
0: be doing is sitting IR at summer services, you know.
1: Well, not only that, but this is a prime flirting opportunity, and you're sneezing, and you know you got the red nose sniffling.
0: That <laughs> is not ideal for flirting. Red nose syndrome is not ideal for flirting. Rudolph <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> no, there was even. You a... listeners know this, whether you're married or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably even the first night there. I was, I was telling the guys, all right, let's like we should just.
2: We should go and take sauna because I was in no no condition to be really flirted up, you know? Right.
1: Well, I don't know. We could probably pack her up.
2: Yeah. I Unless you
1: got anything else.
2: <laughs> well, no. I mean, I got to get the summer sausage in the smoker. Well, mucca. I got venison mucca. Are you trying to take the easy route out, Chad?
0: Yeah, I got. I'm actually a busy guy. <laughs> I threw it. No, I threw it. I heard you kind of tossing that line up or, out earlier. Are you trying to take the easy route out? well maybe i i'm like i said i'm a busy guy and i
2: got things going on with that being said i'm i'm definitely honored to be on the pod but i don't want to get to the point where you know i'm taking other people's time up too
0: for sure no i i'm surprised that you're even willing to come onto the pod given that given the the duties that are before you i mean you got you got saunas to light You've got saunas to maintain. Right. You've got deer to help cut up. Right. Or, you know, and the summer sausage, and then, then this, and then, then the, that.
1: And then on top of this all, he's kind of the guy, the dad of the pad, and he's trying to make sure everybody's in line. Chase is upstairs, and you never know what that guy's going to get up
0: Right, that. right, so, right.
1: No, Chad.
0: Yeah, it's been a, been a pleasure having you on here.
2: No, it's been fun, guys. For those listening... You know, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Because sometimes I feel like I don't really know what to say, but like right now,
1: <laughs> you're stalling out. I'm stalling. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Chad. Um, take it easy. You're a fireman, animal. <laughs> and you know what? You
2: guys keep doing the good work. I've uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I really enjoyed these these podcasts,
0: and uh, I hope to be hope to be tuning into the future. Well, you, you're coming back on. Yeah. We know that. There's more content. There's a follow-up. There's more <laughs> There's more content that we do. I, mean, I mean, think there's, there's so
1: much out that we haven't addressed. But, hey, thanks yeah. for the tire pump. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Keep us going. For sure. <laughs> all right. Talk Peace. to you later,
0: Chad. All right. Peace out. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute golden interview with Chad. Dude, Chad, that guy's a farm animal from way back. And we're, <laughs> I still can't believe that he was willing to come onto the pod. Fired up! Thanks for coming on, Chad. So, new segment. New segment. What's cooking in the Daggan kitchen?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Montana and this this area, there's so much. Like, you know, we got so much internal gossip and guys flirt and girls flirt and right. a lot of stuff going on. That you know, you guys, obviously, you don't live here, you don't know what's going on. But there's some. We have some farm animals out here going hard in the paint, trying to get girls' numbers, <laughs> trying to get girls on their side. So, what we got one. Just recently, so we were over at the, the warehouse.
0: Um, I don't remember what what it was. It was was it after the breaks? It was a Sunday night. Yeah, we would just, we just spent a long weekend out in the breaks. Who's putting in work? None other than our last guest on the podcast, Jack Willette. Take him through the experience. So we're over at the warehouse. They got the pool table going right in the middle of the living room. So we
1: got everyone's kind of sitting around watching the pool game going on. But that wasn't the real show. The real show was Jack. Jack was going hard in the paint. This guy's a farm animal when it comes to
0: flirting with the ladies. So this guy, I don't know what was he doing. So he was he he had these couple uh, prospects eyeballed, and and he what did he do? He got him cornered up. What was he doing? He was spitting out pickup lines. <laughs> was he
1: doing this in like a? Oh, he was like kind of having a Mexican. It yeah, was kind of. It was it was more or less based around Mexican pickup lines, kind of. He would come, we had the boys kind of sitting on the couch there in the corner. We had, we had a good view of Jack putting in work, but what we had done was we, we went online and so we had a list of the pickup lines and, oh yeah, so Jack, he would come by over to the boys and he'd be like, okay, what are we doing? What, 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 pickup line am I doing? We'd throw him a pickup line. He'd run over to the ladies and he'd sling him a pickup line and yeah, no. So this guy, who were the women? One. Big ass over
0: to you, Ch- Jack. You're putting in some good work. Um, the women were uh, Allison Rosu. And Becca Drume. And Becca Jermu. So um, stay tuned on that one there, guys. Oh, tread uh, carefully, Jack, because I know Simon is a little bit of a
1: protective brother when it comes to guys flirting with Becca. So, yeah, just be careful, Jack.
0: And I think Allie's a little bit of a farm animal herself, so, <laughs> so I don't know. You might want to... Uh, proceed with caution there too so
1: um but good to see that some of the boys are you know coming out of their comfort zone and hitting up the ladies <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a pleasure to see there um oz so bat you were a bit of a ripper back in the day you and you and Hayes you guys were kind of like a tandem y- you guys it was always you and Hayes the first one of the first things I ever like the first time I kind of ever saw okay oz is a character like I, I knew about you, but I never like really knew you. And but the first time I was really exposed to what you, what
0: you do is the rip it commercial. Oh, the The rip it and the Nisser commercial. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that was kind of a big hit. I mean, I think we got a few phone calls after that from rip it. Of course, they were trying to use, um, our little scene as, as an actual commercial. Of course, we turned them down, um, but yeah, no, we had a little episode there at the, the Youth Days out there, and uh, it was like Hask of Youth Days or something like oh, that, man. and yeah, we really got roll in that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, fall's kind of kicking in. Well, actually, winter is kind of kicking in over here in the Flat Valley, um, and things are kind of slowing down a little bit, mm. so... <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with so, this, but...
1: What, are you talking inside activities? Yeah. I wanted to bring up, so, no Coming from sketch I you know, not a dig on Sketch, but I mean, there really isn't as much to do out there. Right. So moving out to Montana, which, I you know, I'm still, I'm so super sold at the move. But in the summertime, there's so much going on outdoors. We're talking volleyball. We're talking hikes. We're talking going swimming. Like right. there's always super, something going on. It's
0: just action. Right. right. So it's all outside
1: activities. You right. are not indoors, you know, longer than taking a poop. Right. And getting right. Oh, there. right. 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 So, but now, yeah, as you're saying, winter is kind of coming. And our outdoor activities are dwindling down. Right. So now, now, what's gonna happen? We're gonna have to shift. We're gonna have to make a little transition we'll into the your shift here, guys. In interior activities. What are we gonna be doing? The board games are gonna be coming out. The flirting's gonna be ramped up to a high level. The For sing- us single guys. The single guys are gonna be going ham. But yeah, the flirting's gonna be going. Like you're you're planning to hit it hard this winter.
0: Yeah, no, the the gears are definitely uh, shifting. I mean, we're going from from you know fifth gear down to about third or second. Um, you know, of course, uh, things kind of slow down here in the winter time, which I'm actually fine with. Really, I mean, you hard charge all summer, right? Yeah. And then and then it, when it starts slowing down, it's it's actually kind of kind of nice. That well, like in its way, you know, its yeah. own way. Well,
1: and like I said, like I came from a pretty laid back lifestyle in sketch, so now it's like. When there's something going on every night, I'm starting to get burnt out a right. little bit. Right. Oh, right. Right, So like, I'm actually pretty fired up. So you know, it's gonna be a pretty laid back winter.
0: Yeah. No. We'll have to get the chessboard out and play each other in chess <laughs> or something. Eh? <laughs> I don't know. No, about let's not that. go that far, hey. No, that's a little bit of a
1: stretch. But yeah, no, it's 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 kind of it's a draft too because I'm ripping around in an 0 two Buick Century. Right. This thing. It doesn't do well when there's a lot of snow and I've I've gotten a little hint of how much snow we get out here it's absolutely crazy some of the times I've been down here on trips I'll wake up in the morning there's three feet of snow on the ground now that isn't exciting for driving around but I know there's a lot of guys fired up because that means the snowboarding and skiing season is right around the corner I live with Ryan Mahone and this guy all he talks about is oh the, the mountains getting snow I'm fired up so all the guys out there with those season passes are getting fired up. They're going to be up there hitting the backcountry, hitting jumps. So, uh, Yeah,
0: we just, we actually had a, uh, a big thing go down here at the pad. I mean, we had uh, Matt Simonson just purchase his first snowmobile. So um, for you big sled necks, make a trip out here. Matt's going to be going on that thing. He's going to be showing you guys uh, what not to do on a snowmobile, and you're going to want to stay tuned and get the videos <laughs> rolling and... Um, you know something's gonna happen there. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that really much. Do it. we just have to we have to We've gotta end this thing? We might have to. Once again, yeah. Content's kinda running low. <laughs> yeah, we're running low on content and uh not only that, we gotta some haps that we gotta attend. We do. <laughs> and what is it once again, you know, we have a late night record and we're trying to get the haps. Yeah, we're kinda running long, so um yeah. Have a good one.
1: Yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> Another good episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, I just wanted to throw in there. Merch will be coming coming soon. Just keep keep yourself posted. There's we're, gonna be some merch. Coming. There's gonna be a big merch
0: drop here coming up, so yeah, you're gonna uh, Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> they <Stay tuned. laughs> wanna stay tuned for that. Alright. Well we're beating a dead horse here, so Yeah.
1: You know, all right. All right. Okay, take That's, it yeah. easy everybody out there. Have a good evening. Good night, Jimmy Kite,
0: farm animal. Ha, ha, ha.